wherever you're listening to the show, please subscribe to the show so that you are getting notified about every new episode that comes out and leave a rating of the show so that other people can know about it. We can move up the algorithm so other people can work on their game the same way you're working on your game. Now let's get to it. I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, every day, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. Today's episode is brought to you by our newest sponsor, AG1 by Athletic Greens. Now, you know me as a former pro athlete and a person who stays in pro athlete shape, still work out every single day, still have trainers, still running 10K races. I don't mess around with what I do with my body. I don't mess around with what I put in my body. So when I looked at AG1, I was looking at the label. And I noticed that it's made with 75 super high quality vitamins, minerals, and whole food source ingredients that deliver benefits such as mood, immune system, and sleep support, sustained energy, and so much more. And I love the fact that it comes every month, so I don't even have to think about uh, how much do I have? Am I going to have enough? Am I going to run out at a certain time? And I also get the travel pack, so I don't have to miss any days. It tastes great. It doesn't have that nasty aftertaste that you get with some kind of any kind of supplements or if you're taking any pills or anything like that. You just mix it with some water and you feel good knowing that you've done a lot to take care of your health just by taking this every single day. So here's what I did to partner with Athletic Greens. If you want to take ownership of your health, today is a good time to start. Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash work on your game. That's athleticgreens.com slash work on your game. Check it out for yourself. You get your first order and you're going to get that free one-year supply of vitamin D five free travel packs, and this can be your foundational nutrition drink that you take at the beginning of the day to get all those vitamins and minerals and nutrients that you aren't getting from your normal diet, from what you're normally putting in your body. You're going to get all of that taken care of at the start of the day, every single day. And you're hearing this from an athlete. You're hearing this from somebody who does not mess around with what I put in my body. And I don't mess around with what I recommend to my audiences. I only recommend you things that I will personally use myself and things that I can logically make sense of them making sense for me. So I will recommend them because I believe it'll make sense for you. So again, that link is athleticgreens.com slash work on your game. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash work on your game for your free one-year supply of vitamin D, five free travel packs with your first order of AG1 by Athletic Greens. Again, athleticgreens.com slash work on your game. The more you personally and professionally develop yourself, the more money you will make that will give you more opportunity and more freedom and flexibility to invest in every other thing that you want to do. So this is one of those big domino points. Stayallday.com. exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has, relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. What can you get? Dreolday.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. 
you are now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative. That's the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of wait for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all under the umbrella of one unified philosophy that is called Work On Your Game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is how to invest in yourself and grow. And this is a series alert. This is going to be a series. This is going to be part one of three. So I'm going to break this down to several points over the course of this episode and the following two episodes how to invest in yourself and grow. Before we get into that, let me tell you all that I send out a daily motivation text every day to everyone who's in my text community. This message is guaranteed to keep you focused, sharp, and on point. Text me right now. Just let me know you want to get the daily motivation every day starting tomorrow when I send it out. You shall receive. Secondly, your next step in going deeper into the work on your game world is joining the university, work on your game university, where you get a real life education in what we are doing out here and what we are serious about getting done out here. That is where you get access to all 20 plus of my courses where you can get into my coaching program and you get the daily, not the daily, but the monthly versions of the black book and the bulletproof bulletin mailed to your physical doorstep every single month. And yes, physical, not an email, but physically to your doorstep every month to physical mailings. That is my deepest game in written material. All that being said, into today's topic, which again is part one of three. Investing in yourself and growing, which is something that I would assume you'll listen to a show called Work On Your Game that you want to grow. You want to get better and you're willing to you know, put the resources into actually making that development take place. I'm just assuming that that's true. Now, if I'm wrong about that, you can let me know. You can text me and let me know. But I'm a strong advocate of investing in yourself. And also, since I have a brand called Work On Your Game, of course, I'm all about professional and personal development. So I'm going to share some simple steps that everybody should be taking to continuously and ongoingly expand and advance yourself as a person. Point number one. And again, we're going to break this down into I think I got nine total points here. Number one, develop and set aside a budget for investing in yourself. Now, many people talk about investing in themselves and many people say they want to invest in themselves and that they're serious about it. Yet they don't even know when it comes time to actually make an investment in the form of money, because we have five forms of investment, time, money, attention, energy, and focus. When it comes time to put money into an investment, many people become gun shy, meaning they say that they want to do it and kind of want to do it. But then when it's time to actually do it, they don't really want to do it because they don't want to spend the money. Because one of the reasons that people don't want to spend money on investing themselves is not necessarily because they don't have the money. It's because they never thought about, hey, how much money should I be planning on actually spending or investing into myself this year? How much money am I going to put aside for buying books? How much money am I planning to spend on going to events or hiring coaches or signing up for courses? You should know how much money you're planning on investing in yourself for the year. And if you're not sure, go talk to someone who already does invest in themselves and ask them, hey, how much should I expect to be willing to invest in myself if I'm going to do this or if I'm going to do that? You need to have an idea of what this is so that when it comes time to actually make an investment, you're not shocked by the concept of actually putting money into something. If you went to college, for example, and many of my listeners are college, either graduates or you at least attended some college, there was a budget for that. All right. Anybody here went to college completely for free? Nobody did. Even if you had a scholarship, it wasn't for free. All right. You had to perform in order to get the scholarship. All right. So you didn't go for free. Your performance got you 
your college paid for, but somebody paid for it. It's not like you were there unaccounted for. All right. Somebody paid for something. All right. You went to college, you pay for it. You went to any kind of trade school, you pay for it. If you went in any type of training to learn how to do a specialized skill, you paid for it. Whether you budgeted for it, whether your parents had the budget for it, or you're budgeting to pay back the loans later on, there was a budget for that because it was not free. So maybe you had the budget for your textbooks as well, for example. Maybe you were budgeting for the food that you could eat because you were living in dorms and you were a broke college student other than that. But there was a lot of budgeting that went into you attending college, even if you didn't graduate. So understand that when you had your college commencement, if you graduated, now that word commencement means the beginning. That's what commence means. Commence means to start something. It doesn't mean the end. So when you graduated from college, that was not the end of your education. That was the beginning of your education. All that said, you should have a budget for your continuing education in life. Is any of you who works in uh, certain types of organizations, uh, corporate organizations and even non-corporate organizations, many of them offer what they call continuing education credits, which means what is all based on the concept of people who have jobs and careers continuing to do things to keep learning, even though you already have the job and you're already out of school. Continuing education is a thing. So what is your budget for your continuing education? Do you have money set aside for, okay, this is what I'm going to invest in my continuing education? Or do you at least know, okay, this is what I'm going to invest this year? Even if you didn't actually put the money aside, when someone comes to you and there's a price tag, you understand, okay, this fits in what I already was expecting to invest in myself this year. So I'm completely okay with actually doing it. You should have a budget for how many books you're going to buy and read every single year, a budget for the courses you're going to sign up for, a budget for going to events, signing up for programs. Even if you don't have a specific budget, it shouldn't be a hard thing for you to decide to invest in these things when you know that they're available to you and you already have decided that you're serious about advancing yourself. You're serious about advancing yourself, then that means you should be putting money aside for that thing. If you're having a child and you're serious about taking care of your child, do you think about, all right, I know it's going to cost me this month to take care of my kid. And it's not like you got to think about it every single time or put it off for three months when it comes time to invest in something for your child because you're serious about it. You're serious about being in shape. You don't have to think about it for a year before you invest in hiring a trainer or going to a gym. Anything that you're serious about, you have at least an idea of what you're going to be spending financially to advance in that area. You don't have to think hard or twice or long about it. You know that this is something that you got to do. It's part of the game that you signed up for. So it's the exact same thing when it comes to your personal and professional advancement, which coincidentally the better you advance yourself personally and professionally, the better prepared you'll be to financially invest in every other thing. So you want to take care of your kids better. Well, what are you going to need? You're going to need some money. Well, how do you make more money? Well, you got to get better at your job. How do you get better at your job? Personal development. So the more you personally and professionally, personal and professional development, the more you personally and professionally develop yourself, the more money you will make that will give you more opportunity and more freedom and flexibility to invest in every other thing that you want to do. So this is one of those big domino points. Big domino is simply the concept of understanding what is the one thing that I could do in my life period that if I get this thing in the right space, it actually takes care of all the other things at the same time. So that's the big domino. So if I knock over this one domino, it knocks over all the other dominoes. So if you got 30 different areas of your life in which you need to pay for things, which area actually, if you pay for it, it actually will help you make more money so that you could pay for everything else. Professional development is one of those areas. Point number two, today's topic, once again, is we are in part one of three, how to invest in yourself and grow. Second thing that you can do to invest in yourself and grow. Second thing is get clear on exactly what you want to get better 
hacks. Where exactly do you want to get better? You should know this so that when it comes time to make investments in yourselves, you can make decisions a lot more easily. Where exactly do you want to grow? Once you're clear on the concept that you're going to invest, now let's think about where to invest. So what are your three most important areas for improvement? You might not have three. Maybe you only have two. Maybe you only have one. What are the most important areas or area for improvement for you? And listen, we don't even need to go deeper on what exactly you need to do in those areas. Because in my experience as a coach, often people think that their problem is one thing when their biggest challenge is actually something completely different than what they thought they were bringing to the situation. People think, well, my problem is I don't have enough time or I don't have enough money or I don't have the right opportunity or I just don't have the information. When the problem is actually none of those, the problem is something that they didn't even realize was an issue because they don't know what they don't know. They're asking themselves the wrong question, coming up with good answers to the wrong questions. And this is exactly why they're stuck, because they simply don't know what they don't know. And this is one of the things that I, I mention a lot here on the show is asking yourself the right question. And when you ask yourself better quality questions, you get better quality answers. So you don't even need to go any deeper than what I just said. So you know you're going to invest in yourself. You know what area. So you know what general direction your attention needs to be going. We're not even going to get into the focus part yet, because once you start investing in that area, here's what's going to happen. The people in that space with whom you have invested, they are going to start helping you by directing you with better quality questions than the ones that you've been asking so that you can actually start focusing on the real areas that are challenges that are not the same as the areas that you think are challenges. Because if the areas that you think are the challenges are actually the real issue, then you will probably have solved that problem already. Or you wouldn't have that wouldn't be your main issue if that was actually the thing. That's usually not even the thing. So whatever you think is your main problem going into the detail is usually not it. Because if that was the case, I mean, you're a human being. Human brain is the most powerful tool known to man. You would have solved this problem already. But as long as you know the area in which you have a challenge, all right, that's a good start. Stop there. Don't try to figure anything else out. Show up and let the expert who you have paid, let them help you out. So once you invest in it yourself in that area, the people who know more than you and the people who know better than you, they will help you figure out exactly what needs to be addressed and or fixed. Get it? So don't show up thinking, OK, I need you to help me with this, this, this in detail, because, again, if it was that simple, you would already figure that out because all you had to do is go to Google. You get all the information that you needed. All right, so that's not that's not what you need to do here. Just trust that whoever you are working with or wherever you choose to work with will be able to help you. Just get clear on the direction in which we need to go. Point number three. Today's topic, once again, is how to invest in yourself and grow. Third thing that you're going to do, use dead time to your advantage. This is a habit that you can start using in your daily life that will start helping you a whole lot, using dead time to your advantage. This is one you can do regardless of your budget or regardless of whether you even have a budget because you can use material that is already available to you to take advantage of this point right here. Dead time is that time in your day where you are not actively working on a specific thing, but your eyes and ears are available. So what you do with this time and as it accumulates over months and years, it makes a big difference between people and where those people end up and you know, who those people end up becoming, if anything. So to give you some examples of dead time, if you commute every day to work or you commute every day to school, what are you doing during that time of your commute? So if you have a 30 minute drive to work every morning and a 30 minute drive home from work every afternoon, what are you doing with that 60 minutes? Are you listening to work on your game masterclass? Are you listening to audio books? Are you taking that time maybe to make some extra business calls that you need to make? Are you listening to music instead? Are you listening to the radio? 
Are you scrolling through you know, Instagram and trying to look at your phone and drive at the same time? What are you doing with that dead time? Because that hour is not really a lot of time in one day. But let's just say you have an hour every single day that you go to work. And let's say you go to work 250 days a year. That's 250 hours. How many different audiobooks could you listen to in 250 hours over the course of a year? And let's say that you put the audiobook on 1.5 or 2x speed, depending on your, you know, how fast you can comprehend things and absorb information. You go through a lot of audiobooks over the course of 250 hours. Let's just do the math on that. 250 hours. Let's say an audiobook is about four hours long. Audiobook is four hours long, 250 hours. What is it? If I'm doing my math right, that's about 60 audiobooks, right? Let me make sure my math is right there. So let's just say 250 hours, and we'll say four hours, yeah, 62 and a half audiobooks. But let's just say we speed that up to 1.5 speed. So that means you can listen to a few more books. That's nearly 93.75. You could nearly listen to 100 audiobooks over the course of a year on 1.5 speed. If you have an hour commute every day and you go to work 250 days out of 365 in a year, and that's not even counting the dead time that you have in days that you're not at work on your weekends. Let's say if you only work Monday to Friday, you probably have more dead time on the weekends than you have during the week. So you could consume over 100 books a year via audio on 1.5 speed average book four hours a piece. If you did that with your dead time every day, instead of listening to a mixtape or just randomly listening to music or whatever else you happen to do during your commute. And that's just assuming you have an hour long commute total. Let's just say, what if you had two hours of commuting time every single day? What if you had more than that? What if you're not driving? What if you're on the train or on the bus? So you don't even need to focus on the road. You were just sitting there. You are completely idle. You can maybe put it on 2x speed. You give more of your attention to the book because you're not driving a vehicle. You're not operating anything. You get a lot done in that dead time. So you see how this dead time can start to add up? The thing about the dead time is that it's a habit that has to be developed that becomes a discipline simply because you have the structure of this is what I'm going to do with this time every day. So once you get started, it actually becomes easy. But before you've done it, it may seem hard. If you're used to scrolling through your Instagram or Twitter during this time, rather than actually doing something that could actually make you smarter, better, and a more valuable individual. So if you commute every day, what are you doing with that time? Are you listening to something? Are you reading something? Again, there's an author. I heard of an author who he would have a two-hour commute to and from work every day. He would be on the train. And over the course of a year, And those two hour commutes, this guy wrote an entire novel. He didn't listen to a novel or read a novel. He wrote a novel. So what are you doing during that time every day? Let's say you don't have that much of a commute. Let's say you walk to work and it's 10 minutes away and you're walking. You probably can't read a book while you're walking. Maybe you listen to audio book, possibly. But let's say you got to get dressed every morning. Most people do get dressed every morning. I don't think many of us sleep in the same clothes that we wear to work. So when you get dressed every morning, and you're grooming yourself in the morning, doing your hair, or brushing your teeth, or washing your face, or whatever you're doing. What are you doing during that time? All right, that takes you a good 10 to 30 minutes every day. Some of you longer than that. What are you doing before you go to bed at night? Uh, are you browsing social media? Are you consuming nonsense? Are you using that time to enrich your mind? There's these little pockets of time. And again, I'm not saying you have to be so strict about this that if you have two minutes, for example, let's say you're at work doing some work and you go to the bathroom, it takes you two minutes. You don't have to use that two minutes to listen to two minutes worth of an audiobook. What I'm saying is on a daily basis, you have these pockets of time where your hands may be occupied, but your eyes and ears are available 
and it's every single day at the, in the same spaces, what are you doing with that time? That's what we call the dead time. What are you doing with that time? Those of you who work out every day, there are many people who reach out to me and tell me to drain. I listen to your show when I'm going to work, like in their car, going to work or on the train or public transportation, going and coming from work, or I listen to you while I'm working out. So those of you who, let's say you take a walk in the morning or you go to the gym and you do a workout, many people listen to podcasts while they're working out. Personally, I don't listen to podcasts while I'm working out. When I do, I listen to music while I'm working out. I listen to podcasts in all my other times. So in the times when I'm you know, washing my face, brushing my teeth, shaving, those things take a certain amount of time. I know they're going to take a certain amount of time. I'm looking at 15 to 30 minutes pockets of time every single day. So I know I have somewhere between 30 and 90 minutes every single day where I have these pockets of time. I like to run outside. I talk about this often. When I'm done my running, I do this thing called foam rolling. Some of you know what that is. If you don't, you can look it up. But I do foam rolling and stretching. I put ice on my different parts of my legs. That stuff takes me a good 20 to 30 minutes every single time that I do it. And I can consume a lot of material in a short period of time. So what I do is I can put stuff on 2x speed and I consume audiobooks and podcasts at 2x speed. So knowing that I have that anywhere from 30 to 90 minutes every single day, at least of dead time where my hands may be occupied, even my eyes may be occupied, but my ears are not. I don't need to actually be thinking about anything. I can consume a lot of material. So that's how I'm able to consume so much. One of the reasons that I'm able to produce so much material, you know, for example, this show and my books and the Bulletproof Bulletins and the Black Books and all of those things is not because I'm just this you know, evil genius who just gets these ideas just popping into my head out of nowhere. It's because I consume a lot of material. And because of the material that I consume, I get new ideas. I combine the material that I consume with the way that I already think and my own personal experiences, I put those three things together and I come up with new stuff. That's the way I'm able to produce so much material that I have here. I would love to say just because I just you know get these ideas out of nowhere, but that's not the case. So what are you doing with your time? That dead time is a big thing that anybody can use regardless of your budget for investing or whether you even have a budget for investing. All that said, let's recap today's classes. Part one of three, how to invest in yourself and grow. Point one, Develop and set aside a budget for investing in yourself. If you are serious about investing in yourself, you need to have a budget. I'm talking about financially. What are you going to spend on a monthly or yearly basis for investing in yourself? If you don't have that, then you can't call yourself serious about something. Again, if you're getting married, do you set aside a budget? If you have children, do you have a budget for that? If you want to buy a house, do you have a budget for that? Okay, so you have budgets for things that you're serious about. So if you're serious about this, you have a budget for it. No excuses. Number two, Get clear on exactly what you want to get better at so you at least can direct yourself of what direction you're going to look when it's time to invest, because there's a lot of different ways you can invest, right? If you're going to, and let's say, for example, you're going to get married, okay, and you're going to have a big wedding, then you know that you need a venue that's a certain size. If you're looking for a house, you know what kind of house, you have a general idea what size house you want. All right, maybe you want a two-bedroom house or you want a 10-bedroom house. Those are going to send you in completely different directions. You have a general idea. Now, you might not know exactly which house you want, but you have a general idea which way you're looking. Same thing when it comes to your development. Number three, what are you doing with your dead time? That time where your eyes may be occupied, your hands may be occupied, but your ears and brain are available. What are you doing with that time? Are you feeding yourself nonsense? Or are you taking in something that could actually be valuable to you that can play in the long run, that can help you perform at a higher level as long as you are continually taking it in? Again. Look at your daily schedule, see where that dead time exists consistently. And what are you doing with that time is a question you need to be asking yourself. And then hopefully you can fill it in with something that you'll be happy about over the next you know, 5, 10, 20 years. All that said, 
again tomorrow we're gonna go into part two and after that part three all i said text me tell me the best insight you got from today's class my number is 305-384-6894 and work on your game university.com that's where you take your next step getting into the courses the coaching and get my physical bulletproof bulletin and black book sent to your doorstep every single month that's at work on your game university.com work on your game dre all day I have a text message line now where every single day from my number, I am sending out a text to everyone in my community with a daily motivation message to keep you sharp, focused and on point to get started and be energized for your day. If you want to receive my daily motivation text to send a quick text right now to say hello to this number 305-384-6894. Again, 305-384-6894. Get my daily motivation text straight to your phone free of charge. 305-384-6894.